Welcome to the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society. Welcome to ITSP Magazine. You're listening to a new Redefining Security podcast. Have you ever thought that we are selling cybersecurity insincerely, buying it indiscriminately, and deploying it ineffectively? Perhaps we are. So let's look at how we can organize a successful InfoSec program that integrates people, process, technology, and culture to drive growth and protect business value. Knowledge is power, now more than ever. iTrust is a leading data protection standards development and certification organization that strives to safeguard sensitive information and manage information risk for global organizations across all industries and throughout the third-party supply chain. Learn more at HighTrustAlliance.net. Imperva is the cybersecurity leader whose mission is to protect data and all paths to it with a suite of integrated application and data security solutions. Learn more at imperva.com. All right, Sean. Let's, let's chuck. Let's roll it. Let's roll it. Starting now. We're already rolling. We'll start We're ready to rolling? Yeah. Why are we here, Sean, today? Well, you know, it, this is a topic, and I think we're probably going to talk about it a couple times this month in, in, uh, in episodes that we produce. And it's something that I think a lot of people wish they had when they started and, and began their career in cybersecurity. I know I'll date myself uh, 30 years ago when I got into tech. If I knew what the path for cybersecurity careers was like and how to start and proceed along a, along a chain uh, that makes sense for each different person, and I mean that would have been golden for me. Another, but instead you kind of plow through it, which I think most people in this industry have done over the last 20, 30 years. Is kind of so. And when you started, cybersecurity wasn't even a word. It was so. not a word. <laughs> no. I, but. I mean, I, I was fortunate to work for a large company doing antivirus stuff. So I yeah. worked for a security company. Um, but it was, it was antivirus. That was the industry, antivirus. Yeah, or information technology, something to do with yeah. it, right? But, you know, that's, that's an important point. And I think it's a great introduction to, to this group of people that we have here today, which, to be honest... You'll figure out why I say this, but I don't even know what I'm doing here because these are people that can talk. <laughs> but uh, th I think that the point is that, yes, we think that cybersecurity has been around for a very long time. We, we have to say things like, oh, my God, I don't understand why people don't understand what we do or why there is a gap in the industry or how is that they people don't know how to get in the industry. But the truth is it's still new. I mean, it's still growing, it's still developing, and it's probably going to keep changing as, as we move forward. So I'm expecting that anybody that wrote a book is going to have a new edition soon because probably things are going to be changing. I would think so. But uh, we have the first edition of this book, mm -hmm. and it's relatively fresh. <laughs> and uh, I, I, don't, I think a few of the authors don't even have their copy yet. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. So it's that new. So then, relatively relevant. It's very relevant. And uh, I, I presume very up to date with their experience. And we're, we're going to figure out what it is and 
and why it exists as a book. The book is Cybersecurity Career Master Plan. I'm not going to go into the subtitle, but basically it's how do you get into and remain relevant in cybersecurity. Our guest, Mark, do you want me to do the round? I'm just going to say that all of them have been on a podcast, multiple podcasts, either as guest or as host. So I feel very comfortable that this is going to be an exciting, <laughs> exciting conversation. And you know what? I'm going to go with the first one, and then she's going to pass the ball to the next to do a round robin here. So Jax, that's all I have to say. How are you doing? <laughs> I love it, Marco. Sean, I'm excited to be here. Of course, this will always be fun. Oh, wow. So cybersecurity career master plan. I want to start first by explaining how this even came about um, and do a kind of short story TLDR. So John and I actually met because I was speaking at VetSec last year, 2020 in October timeframe. And John and I connected and we started talking and he was just finishing up his book, AWS Penetration Testing. And I was telling him that I wanted to write a book. And the next thing you know, fast forward, he said, hey, you should meet my friend, Gerald. He's, uh, he's thinking about writing a book. You guys could connect. And that's all I knew. And I had a conversation with Gerald and within less than five minutes, he just cut to the chase and was like, hey, so I want to write this book. This is kind of the premise of the book. Would you want to write the book with me? And I was like, whoa. So fast forward a little bit further and Gerald will probably jump in to, and tell a little bit more context around it. Um, we decided instead of it just being Gerald and I, we brought in some additional co-authors and there was a reason behind that. But it has, it's definitely been a whirlwind. It's brought all of us extremely close. We have a group chat that we all stay connected together with. Um, but really the passion behind the book was what you were talking about, Sean, really bringing a, a one-stop shop, a, a piece of knowledge to the cybersecurity industry to allow people that either A, have never been into the industry and trying to break into the industry, or B, maybe you're in the industry, but you're wanting to pivot and you, you're not entirely sure what's out there because you maybe you've only been in for, you know, three to five years. And so we wanted to provide a way of a, a resource for these cybersecurity leaders to be able to say, OK, I've got this book and now I can go from cradle to grave to know where I want to take my career. So. Um, yeah, it's been awesome. I, I've loved it. I'll, I'll pass it over to, I'm going to pass the torch over to Dr. Ogier and let you kind of go from there. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Jax. Uh, thanks, Sean and Marco for having me on the show. Just, uh, I, I don't have the, 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 I guess, prestige Jax has. So I'll just, as a quick intro for myself, I'll, I'll point out, uh, my name is Gerald Ogier. Uh, I've, I've been running the uh, Simply Cyber YouTube channel podcast for about a year and I've really connected with a lot of people and it and it's through that initiative that I have really heard a lot of the same questions and I've really started to identify kind of the different uh, groups of individuals you know like everybody's got their own background their own story their own you know situation whether it's uh, socioeconomic whether it's education whether it's uh, you know, prior uh, career, everyone's got one. But you know, when you start looking at it in kind of pop large populations, you can start to see um, uh, threads that connect each other, right? So um, as as I've been doing that effort, 
uh, we started to see these pockets and hear the same questions. And that, that was kind of the uh, underpinning of, of this text that we wrote was, Hey, you know, like, let's, let's kind of like demystify what the overall approach is and really uh, like break it down in very easy to follow logical chronological steps. Right. And, and one of the things that I've been saying, because we've gone through a couple of these podcasts now talking about the book, one of the things that I've come to realize is Jax, Kim, John, myself, we're, we're all experienced professionals, right? We've all walked into the brush, cleared the brush aside, walked up the mountain. Now, when we get, you know, to the trailhead uh, halfway through, you know, John went up to the left and Jax went down to the right and I went up and Kim backed up three steps, shifted left up and then went, went, you know, up into a cave. Right. So we all, we all walked in the same way, but we took different paths. But the thing is those paths have been cleared and we've returned back to base camp at this point. So I, I keep equating it to like, we're like Sherpas that have written this book because when you are walking up to the base camp, you have no idea what you're supposed to pack, what you're supposed to wear, what's the right food, what's the right energy level, like and all of these meta things that you don't even know, you just know you want to work in cyber. Well, we've taken all of this experience and not just like the, the turning the dials experience, but the actual meta of our industry. And we've distilled it down into this very actionable blueprint. You know, it's, it's a plan, but it's like a blueprint. And it, it really is designed for anyone with any background to be able to execute on and have a successful career. John? I don't know how to follow that up. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, as uh, Jax and uh, Gerald had talked about, you know, there's a, there's a lot of reasons of why the book came to be and, and how it came to be and kind of the, um, you know, what its response was towards the, uh, the industry. And I think to piggyback on that last point, is based on some of my own experience um, with being a adjunct professor at uh, various universities scattered throughout the entire U.S. Um, something I always see, and this it, it, rather be teaching cybersecurity, you know, just basics or anything up to like threat research, vulnerability exploitation, and red teaming. A lot of the students say, you know, all these skill sets that we're learning are great and the degrees are going to help us. Like we, we have faith in the, 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 our degrees, our certifications uh, and what they're going to the impact they're going to provide on our career. But is there like a central repository on uh, resources that we can use to kind of like just kind of help guide us from A to B? And I really feel like based on my own experience, this book was the uh the perfect catalyst to combine all of that all the information that they know and the information that they want to know and move themselves forward um and has uh gerald had mentioned about the you know we're all kind of like sherpas going on our own story um and then coming back and sharing everything together and putting it into this book is the other interesting thing is too is that we all come from very, very, very dynamic, different back or different dynamic backgrounds. Uh, and I think a lot of that has to play with into the, not only the writing style into the book and how we illustrate what we're thinking and what we're feeling. And then also our experience. Um, but it, it also just helps round out the book because it brings in multiple points of views based on our multiple different stories and our different journeys. 
Um, and while I'm not going to, you know, sit here and talk about everybody's personal journey because we could be here all day doing that, I, you, you do tell from the book that that definitely adds a lot of depth to it. Um, and before I pass it off to Kim, it's, you know, while we're talking about, you know, the impact that this book has made on the industry, uh, I actually have a friend, a uh, former colleague that I worked with about six years ago, six years ago, who um, apparently has been trying to get into cybersecurity for the past two years. This individual works um, as, a, as a net admin and has been trying to figure out their their pathway to get into cybersecurity what it is that they want to do in cybersecurity like really what is what is going to be their thing <clears throat> this individual has been trying to reach out to me for two years uh i was unaware that he was trying to reach out to me i don't he might have pinged me once or twice and it just you know got muddied into the waters uh but sent me a sent me a text today with him holding a, a picture of the book with a bunch of notes in it and saying, Hey man, like I've been meaning to get a hold of you for two years and for all of the delays and, and, and speed bumps, I just went ahead and bought this book and it answered everything that I needed. Uh, so I'm hoping that, you know, his story is not isolated, right? I, I believe that his story will communicate and have a ripple effect with lots of other folks in the industry or, folks that are looking to find their niche to get into the industry. And with that, that's my spiel. I'm going to pass it off to Kim. All right. Thank you guys for passing the ball. And thanks again, Marco and Sean, for having me here. So these guys have said already a lot um, of the pieces of the story, and I totally agree with all of them. And for my part, it started um, very interesting. So Originally, I was John's student. Actually, he taught it. My he taught my class, and um, that's the moment I realized that the things that John deliver is uh, what we are missing. There's a lot of things that in cybersecurity we don't get explained, or um, we don't see them showing up so often. So that's really was where originally I already have the idea that I want to have some kind of blueprint or resources that really break down all the difficulties and make bring all the terms into you know break it down to layman's term and bring all the perspective down to very basics so that everybody can understand and so it started back then for quite a while and sometimes me and john and jacks before i know gerald so we did have some kind of conversation we talk about this we're like hey there are so many resources missing everything sounds so fancy in cybersecurity, but nobody really explained what's going on behind the scene what's really <clears throat> the real meaning of each pieces of cybersecurity, and so um, for me, I'm from the developer side. So like Gerald said, I have a different path, right? So for me, when I turn, I break into cybersecurity, I did feel this struggle. I feel there's a lot of things that's missing for people who want to get into this field. And before being a developer, I was um, from business side. So definitely I understand the struggle of getting into a technical field. So with that, with that, those two experiences, that's where um, it's all come together for this book. And when Jax called me say, hey, we have this idea, we want to write a book um, to help people to break into cybersecurity. And I was like, that's it. This is what I've been thinking about for so long. So I said yes right away and everything just came together. I love it. A great combination of uh, perspectives here. And and when, when I think about a, a book that's 
I presume to be used as a reference and help guide people. I'm wondering what, what's the balance of information with respect to here's a track that you follow uh, up a mountain and back down versus here's how you, you put your own track down. And if you space it out too far, if you take a turn too hard, or if you, if you don't foresee the, that the, that the track is broken ahead. These are some of the things you're going to you're going to find yourself up against. How much? Of, what's the balance there? Here's a proven track, and if you follow this, you can you can kind of succeed this way versus laying your own track uh, up and down the mountain. So a track is only as good as uh, the habits that you instill into yourself to follow it, right? So we can give you A through Z, but if you don't follow A through Z, you're not going to get to Z, right? Um, and with, with that being said, I think as humans, we tend to get a lot uh, center focused into, you know, we have to do something a certain way for it to be effective, right? And not to go out of the scope of talking about cybersecurity, but that's like why we see like fad diets and things like that, that, you know, it might work for somebody, but it doesn't work for someone else. Um, and cybersecurity tracks, so to speak, are the same way, right? Like what we lay out is just a roadmap of how you can get to A to Z, um, however, it's always beneficial for you to sit down and look at the roadmaps that we lay out or anyone lays out and really be thoughtful about, you know, does this make sense for me here? Does it make sense for me there? Right. What am I going to do if, you know, an unexpected life event happens between this point and this point, how am I going to make sure I bounce back from that? Um, and, and keep pushing forward, right? It, it plays in a lot of like that tenacity. How are you going to deal with some of the things that might not be so fun? They might be boring, right? But you still have to learn them or you have to, you know, instill some grit to get through it. Um, so that's one big thing, right? And then, and from that, that thoughtful, mindful process, you build an o your own framework and your own uh, roadmap in your head. And then you follow that to a T, but you also still need to also be mindful about, you know, life is going to throw things at me while I'm trying to do this. Not a matter of uh, if, it's a matter of when. So if I say I'm going to get from point, you know, let's say E to F in two weeks, and it really takes me three weeks, don't have some like kind of like mid roadmap crisis. Just understand that's part of the process, right? And just keep going. Um, because I tell this to all of my students and has Kim has you know, told everyone she used to be a student of mine. She was a senpai. Now she's the sensei. Um, you know, roadmaps in cybersecurity are laid out with almost like, I would say 100% bullet protection. Meaning if you follow them and you get to the, to the end goal, it's going to provide you dividends, right? You're going to have a successful career. You're going to have something that you can, you know, be proud of, right? Rather it's a career or something else. Um, and uh, and yeah, that's my that's my spiel. Yeah, now I want to go to Kim with this. As as an engineer, you, you probably share some of the same brain waves as I, with respect to project management, program management. Where okay, I've I've set the plan. This is my objective. Uh, I want to now time bound it right. I want to say it's going to take me three months to get from here to here to there. Do we? Do you cover in the book things like dependencies? Well, you can only get from A to Z if you recognize the dependencies and the steps you have to take and the milestones you have to cross to get from A to Z. 
entry points and exit points where you have criteria to say you can only get from A to B if you do this and then B to C or how much of that is encapsulated in the book, kind of the pro program management aspect of it? Mm, great question. So in the book, um, we do have a lot of um, paths, different paths uh, to go to the same solution or the same destination. Um, and it's not really uh, fixed that you have to go route A or route B, but it's rather here are several routes for you to choose. And then it's really your story that you have to think about it. You have to choose a path that really resonates with you to choose. So that's really how we have done with the book. Uh, we we, separate, we provide several different options with um, a mix of our experience and our suggestion, but it really takes um, from the audience, the readers, to really have to think about it and choose one that really works for them. And I have received some um, of the messages from some of the readers. They, um, they talk about the book and they say that each chapter, it, they really have to spend some time to read and to think about it afterwards before they move on to the next chapter. Because like John said, right, uh, each chapter, it's not just you read through it and then done, but there, it requires a lot of thinking and trying to find um, the, the right solution or the right way that really works for you as each individual. So I hope that that answered your question. I don't know if anyone wants to piggyback on this. Yeah, actually, I'm going to jump on. I'm going to then uh, go to Gerald and, and Jax, because one thing that I really like about this concept, and I love the metaphor of the Sherpa that goes to the mountain, and and how yet yeah, you you have somebody that is gonna tell you what is the best road to get there, the tools that you need to use, maybe to choose the day, uh, the the season where it's less stormy. I don't know a lot of things that goes with that. But then in the end, you have to to create your own path. And and as John said, life can throw you stuff. And the thing that I keep hearing more and more in this industry is that, again, I was making the joke with Sean when cybersecurity back in the days wasn't even a word. Now it's not only a profession, but it went to be a technical profession. Then we start talking about soft skill, then soft skill become everything, right? I mean, you, you have people from every journey, every direction. And then, as you say, Gerald, when you get to the top, then you take different direction as well. You go to the cave, you go to the left, you go to the right. So I, I love this. I like to know more about how people can take what is in this book and carve their own plan to move forward. Yeah. So one of the one of the key structures of the book that, you know, just by virtue of how we set it up will guide the reader through a progression. It's three sections, right? The first section is, do you even want to work in this field? And we lay out uh, what, what working in the field actually is. What is cybersecurity? What is the industry? What are the stressors? What are the benefits? What, are, what, are, what can you expect from a life in this industry, right? And, and I, I fully believe some people may never go to section two and three because they, they realize, hey, this is not for me, which is fine. But how for 20 bucks or whatever where the book is, how, how wonderful is that investment and in not spending time and cycles on, on trying to get into an industry that isn't even yours. But once you want to get in there, we get into section two, which is where do you want to go? Which path do you want to walk down? And then section three is you got to the, the mission now, like let's level up and, and, and boom you. But, that, but that's cool. But section two is where I want to really respond to your question, Marco. The best part for me is 
if if you are personally invested, if you are passionate about something, if you're excited, you will get up in the morning and do it, right? You'll think about it when you're not doing it. You'll 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 be excited to talk to people about what you're doing. And because we take the <clears throat> mid the section 2 and we lay out the different industries that you could work in, manufacturing, oil and gas, healthcare, finance, etc. And we talk, we we interviewed experts who work in those fields. What's awesome about your field? What's terrible about your field? What, like what what's the trade-off, right? What what are the stressors? And we, and then we we documented that and put it in the book, right? So we're getting it straight from the horse's mouth. Same for roles, right? Sock analyst, penetration tester, GRC consultant, analyst, whatever, right? So we talk to those people or, or we are those people, right? We have a, a really good cross section here. And you say, what's the, what are the benefits of that job? And then you start saying, okay, so SOC analyst in finance is different than SOC analyst in healthcare and a pen tester and, and manufacturing is different. So we get all these things, but the idea is that as the reader's progressing and to Kim's point, you, she's dead on, right? Like you have to take time and reflect. You're an active participant in reading this. This isn't a novel that you're being entertained. You're an active participant in transforming yourself. So once you make that reflection, you actively make a decision and now you're a part of the process. And because of that, you will be engaged and you will be making choices that are aligned with your own uh, situation, you know, uh, morals, ethics, uh, abilities, family situation, economics, et cetera. And, and you'll be progressing through the rest of the book with that commitment made. Right. And, and to John's point, you know, life happens, things happen. But if you if you've got that passion built in now because you're 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 an active member, you, you'll make it you'll make it work. Or you, even if you have to put it on the back burner, you'll come back to it because it's not just like here's a book on how to get into pen testing. It's like it's a book that's although it's one book for many people, it has the ability to be personalized for the individual. Right. And, and Jax, how about your personal experience in all of this. I'm curious to know how much of your approach to this profession and your background is in this book and, and who you had in mind when you decided to, to write with these guys. Yeah, that's a, that is a really good question. I would say that we, we even picked the chapters that we were going to write about because they were um, in line or uh, we had the most knowledge around that. Uh, I like one of the first chapters I wrote was one of the foundational chapters within the first section and it had cyber law and policy. And I'm, I love that stuff. I love cyber law. I love policy. I love dig digging into the different frameworks and NIST. So it was a big passion of mine. One of the other areas that I wrote about was one of the final chapters and it was trust the process. And we provide uh, and Gerald did a great job at, uh, at providing the breakdown of the book. So you've got three sections and, you know, section one is the foundational section and section two, I really see that as really the guts of the book and where we provide you a lot of tooling. And then three is putting it all together. And I wrote the section about goal setting. We go into the smart framework because we believe that, and, and Kim nailed this, we believe that you need to take your time and ingest this book very slowly to understand kind of where you want to go and what you want to do. And we provide you a lot of information, a lot of, of 
tools to help you in this industry, but then we didn't want to leave you high and dry. So it was a discussion that Gerald and I had when we were developing the outline. And one of the things that I was really passionate about is goal setting, because you can get really distracted in this industry. And John hit on this, things are going to happen. So what would, what could we provide our readers to help them stay in line, call it a track, call it what you want, but to give them the tooling to be successful and then leave them with the last thing, which was goal setting. And those were big passions of mine. Um, my big thing when we got into developing out the outline and and Gerald and I were talking back and forth, I, I on my end, I put a lot of my, I sat back and went, what would I want to read? What would I, what would help me if I was new into this industry? And a lot of that was my passion. I think that for all of us, we, we put a lot of our passion into this, into this book from, and with our diverse backgrounds, it was just, it was a perfect combination of four people. So. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're kind of leading me to something I want to ask everybody here to comment on, which is, I mean, Mark and I have a gazillion conversations with tons of people much smarter than me, certainly. Um, and we tend to learn a lot as we talk to folks. So I'm wondering, wondering, is there something each of you learned from the book, from the work that the rest of the group did? Is there something that stands out for each of you? And I'm, John, I'm going to turn to you first. Is there something that stands out from the book? Not a section you worked on directly, but something your co-authors did that you thought, this is cool. I'm loving it. I'm embracing it. You know, I'm going to kind of hit at you with a general statement. Uh, so love it or, 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 or leave it. Um, is it was you know, we all had to review each other's chapters <clears throat> um, along with the, the pack teams. And for me, it was just, I don't know, I think has uh, someone who works has a red teamer and a pen tester. Uh, I tend to have a lot more of a central focus on how to break things and then fix them uh, rather than looking at things from a more, hol more holistic view. Um, and, uh, and, seeing everyone else with their different backgrounds um, it really helped honestly help my mindset grow as an individual and as, and as a professional on just looking at things um, especially in the field that we, you know, are contributing this book to um, on how to expand my ideas of how just cyber works in general. Um, because again, like I said, I work more on the offset side um, and in, and in teaching. So just learning from uh, each one of the, of the other authors um, has really helped broaden the scope of how I will be doing things, uh, both teaching and hacking. <laughs> so I'd like to chime in next. Uh, this is Gerald. So the, the one thing that I really, uh, you know, it, it wasn't part of my original plan or a part of the original decision that we talked about uh, but it organically came to be, and I absolutely love, love this feature of it. Okay, so I, I also teach, right, and uh, at, at the Citadel, and lecture can be boring, right, 50 minutes of talking. If you read a textbook, it can be boring. You start nodding off, right? With this book, we made a very deliberate decision at the very beginning to have conversational tone. A lot of times a uh, publishing company asked us to have a single voice uh, and we pushed back on that and said, we don't want a single voice. We want the reader to know that they're reading Kim's words right now. We want the reader to know that Jax is talking. 
And we, we very deliberately kept our own personalities, our own kind of not colloquialisms, but cultural elements of who we are and how we communicate in the text. And what ended up happening is not only is the text, and, and this is feedback from the community, not my opinion. What ended up happening is we wrote essentially a textbook, a rich textbook that is not boring. It's very conversational. It's, it's as if, you know, the five of us or the four of us with the reader are sitting around a fire at a, at a lodge or we're sitting at a bar or we're, we're, we're connecting at, between talks at DEF CON or something. And they say, hey, uh, this is my first conference. I, I'm really looking to get in. What do you think? And then we start talking and Jack's, you know, opens up the conversation. Then Kim follows with her section. You know, hey, do you even really want to work in this industry? Let's talk about that. And that's what the text is. And that's why I feel people are consuming, like people are voraciously consuming that. I'm already seeing on social media people who've got it. And then the next day they're done with it. And I know that Kim talked about taking your time, but I think people are voraciously ripping through it because it is a conversation. And then they will go back and uh, reflect on the different sections as they pass through. But I felt, I don't know if this is a, a an approach that's already been you know done in uh, printed text or not, but I thought it was novel. And I think it actually is very impactful to retention uh, and engagement for the reader. Yeah, Gerald, you you stole this is Kim. You stole my favorite part too. It's it's the it's the individual characteristic that shows up in the book. It's also my favorite as well. So when you read each chapter, you can really tell um, who's writing the chapter, and you feel like you have like a conversation with the author. So yeah, absolutely true on that, Gerald. And also for me, I think my favorite part is. Um, in the first section of the book, first part of the book, where we explain a lot of basics of the basics of the cybersecurity field. And to me, explaining the basics are always my favorite because it's not easy to, you know, break down things in a way that people who don't have the background can understand. And all of us here, we teach. So to me, that's always something that's my passion. And so just going through that, you know, when you have to really think about the thing that you've been doing for so long, but then all of a sudden you have to think about how you can explain it to somebody who never heard about this word before. So that's another exciting part about um, writing the first part of, of this book as well. And um, later on in the later part of the book, I think that's the second part of the book, um, another chapter that's also my favorite, it's um, we show the reader how they can find the job using all the not just tools, but also tips and techniques. And all of that is actually coming from my own experience and it's very, very recent experience. So I'm so excited um, to see, you know, the results coming out, to see um, the readers can benefit from somebody who've been through all the struggles of finding a job in, the, in this field. And there's so many struggles. So I'm so happy that we are able to put it together and just kind of pave the, the path for them to to go as smooth away so yeah i love it and i mean it's it's clear the the four of you coming together uh paint a lovely picture for folks to absorb and 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 see in their own minds and then i think as everybody said here to then go and process it and take action with it uh using the tools and as we wrap here Jax, i want to give you the the, the final word um, I find it interesting, and it probably shines through in, in the work as well, 
that it's very teacher driven. So it's coming from a place of education, folks who know how to present information that somebody then can receive. So it's not just an engineer presenting engineering materials. It's something that somebody can consume from a teacher's perspective. So I don't know if there's anything there you want to touch on as a final final note or something else that you want folks to to realize as they consider getting this book and, and using it as a as a path forward. Yeah, while you were um, talking about the teacher part, Sean, I just realized that you have, I'm not officially a professor, but you've got all four teachers and three professors. We've got Professor Kem and uh, Professor Ozier and Professor Helmus, and John's about to have two doctorates. So um, I do teaching, I'm not a professor. So that is actually a really interesting, that's really interesting. I didn't even think about that to now, but I will say that above all on the teaching side, every single one of us want to give back. And you see that from what each of us do in our in our free time, in our personal time. And that was actually a section that we had in the book. It was towards the end. And we talk about giving back. And we actually wrote a section about the mentor menteeship and how how important that is in the cybersecurity community. And for myself, one thing that I'm actually going to start doing, I actually reached out to an organization called Boots and uh, Books and Boots for Veterans. And I'm going to start donating some books to that organization to start giving back because I believe so much not only in this in this book, but in the future content that I hope that I start creating and do more books around. I don't know. I'm going to let Gerald, Kim, John, if you guys want to say anything on that. Well, I mean, I, I do feel that we're all uh, quite active uh, in social media. And, um, and you know, this book isn't the first step of us trying to reach out and help the help people get into the industry, right? Or help people in the industry level up. This is another vehicle for us to share our experience with people in the industry. Um, so, you know, like I said at the beginning, we, we have so many lessons learned and so many conversations with so many people um, that we're able to to aggregate it, right? And, and, and make it impactful. And that I feel like that's really the best part is because it's not us thinking, what do people want to know? It's us knowing what they want to ask and answering it in the text. Yeah, that makes sense. And too many books, in my opinion, about learning and teaching, they only, they have this approach where like, if you want to be successful, you have to say exactly what I tell you to do. This is the only way to the top. And I think that exactly the kind of approach that you can't use, especially in an academic uh, environment. And so I think that you guys being teacher and professors and, and learning also from the students. I think that pretty soon there may be a second version of this book because you're going to get so many questions and you're going to see so many different angles and maybe you didn't even think they were possible. So um, I'm excited for everyone to read this book. I think it comes from the right place. I think that it comes from a conversation between all of you and your passion. So um, Sean, we'll have our links into the um, episode notes 
we really love this conversation. We, we thank you so much for being part of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, to picture all the new owners of this book sitting around the campfire at base camp, conversing <laughs> with each other, conversing with the authors online, social media, and really embracing this. And uh, as we know, we need more people in this industry, more people taking roles to help us uh, protect the business and, and society. Jax, John, Gerald, and Kim, I want to thank you for writing this book to help us achieve that objective, bring more folks in, help them succeed. Um, Marco, great conversation. Uh, thanks to our audience for listening as well. Hopefully, we'll grab a copy of the book and uh, enjoy the campfire. <laughs> See you next time. Thank you guys for having us. Thank you all. Imperva is the cybersecurity leader whose mission is to protect data and all paths to it with a suite of integrated application and data security solutions. Learn more at imperva.com. HITRUST is a leading data protection standards development and certification organization that strives to safeguard sensitive information and manage information risk for global organizations across all industries and throughout the third-party supply chain. Learn more at HITRUSTALLIANCE.net. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Redefining Security Podcast. If you learned something new and this podcast made you think, then share ITSPMagazine.com with your friends, family, and colleagues. If you represent a company and wish to associate your brand with our conversations, sponsor one or more of our podcast channels. We hope you will come back for more stories and follow us on our journey. You can always find us at the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society.